What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Kessel Run Radio, the fastest Star Wars show in the galaxy. My name is Noah Outlaw. I'm your host, as always, and we have a great show lined up for you today. But before we get into that, going to introduce the panel real quick. Of course, we have Corey Van Dyke. What's up, man? Well, dude, you, you kind of introduced yourself wrong. Like, you're not Noah Outlaw. Oh, You're right. not. You're Star Wars insider Noah Outlaw. According under, to... That's, Yes, sir. According to the internet, that is yeah. what you are from now on going That's forward. True. I have changed your name in my contacts to Insider Noah Outlaw. Well, you know what? I, I will gladly take that, that name, uh, and I appreciate it, Corey, you, <laughs> for, you for correcting me. And uh, we also have Claire Stribling from the Imperial Senate podcast. Can't believe she hasn't been on the show before, but finally on. And uh, Claire, how are you? I am splendid, but you also introduced me wrong. I am outsider Claire Stribling. I am not in your inner circle of, of insiders. Man, I just throw out stupid jokes all day. I'm excited that I get to come to the table with, with these insiders over here. Outsider. Claire, well, look, now you're with us. Now you're an insider, okay? Yes, oh, you're a Star Wars insider. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, well, we're going to get into the show right now. First up, we have huge news that came this week. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter, which is about as you know, you know, confirmed as you can get without it actually being confirmed by Lucasfilm. The Hollywood Reporter, very reliable, uh, reported that tomorrow, Tamara Morrison is going to be playing Boba Fett and The Mandalorian season two, and possibly some other characters. Uh, but we'll get into that here in a minute, Claire. What do you think about this? What, what was your initial reaction when you heard that news? So when I heard the news, I was so excited because I love Tamara Morrison. I want him to be Django Fett and every genetically identical individual to him, you know, for right. forever. Right. Um, except for D. D, D can, can stay right. voice, you know, in animation and all that. But um, as somebody who was really not in the camp of wanting to see Boba Fett in this series, I was like, but, but, uh. um, right. I will say that when I heard that Tamara Morrison was attached to it, I was like, yes, sign me up. Get me all of the Boba Fett merchandise. Right. I want to see him kick butt in the Mandalorian. I'm so excited and there's nobody better to be doing it. Oh, absolutely. I agree. You know, and you know, Boba Fett, I'm, I'm the, I'm with you. I think Boba Fett's one of the most overrated characters in Star Wars. I'll be, I'll be super honest. I know there's a lot of diehard Boba Fett fans out there. Uh, he's never been a huge deal to me. It would be cool to see him pop up in Mando, and it looks like that will be the case. But Corey, let me ask you about this. You know, there's also, we, we've heard it as we've heard it, and also our buddy Jordan Mazin uh, was hinting that he'd also be playing Rex uh, in the show. Yeah. So, so what are your thoughts on that, seeing Rex in live action from someone who is oh. obviously in love with the Clone Wars? Well, yeah, I mean, just kind of piggybacking on what Claire said, I, I would kind of feel the same way with Boba Fett. You know, like, as soon as they kind of teased it in Chapter 5, I'm like, oh, oh, okay. So Boba Fett's going to be a thing in The Mandalorian? And it kind of confused me, because obviously it's about The Mandalorian, and it's just like, I could see that confusing audiences, but honestly, I don't like ever using that, the confusing audiences thing, because that shouldn't be a problem when trying to tell a story. Um, but yeah, the more, like, the months went on thinking about it, the more open to that I was. Uh, but listen, Tamora Morrison playing Captain Rex. Listen, there, <laughs> there are many things I didn't think we'd be getting this year. That is one of them. But, and I love it too, because the Clone Wars is winding. Oh, oh, it's over. My bad. <laughs> Clone Wars is over. <laughs> and so, did you guys see that realization? Oh, that was really painful to watch. <laughs> 
<laughs> with the Clone Wars over, like these characters still live on in different mediums. And the fact that Ahsoka is coming to Mandalorian, guys, listen, that's going to be incredible. <laughs> but I mean, seeing it's more Morrison back as Boba Fett is going to be incredible. Him as Captain Rex is going to be incredible. And that's something we're, we're pretty much 100% on. Like yeah. from everything we've heard, yeah. that sounds like that's 100%. Um, yeah. And who knows, maybe we'll see more clones pop up. Yeah. What if they're in the same scene? Boba oh. Fett and they both have their helmets off. That would be that would be and they're like they're like, uh, what's going on here, man? But <laughs> no, yeah, but but, I, I, yeah. I, I'm just so I'm so excited to see it. Uh, you know, like I'm with Corey and Claire, both of y'all, both super excited to see Captain Rex. More I'm more excited to see Rex than Boba Fett. Uh hopefully Definitely. him and Ahsoka yeah. have some live action scenes together, which has to be the case. They wouldn't pass up that opportunity, especially with Dave being involved. You know, if it was someone like maybe from the outside of fandom, they might not put two and two together as much as Dave would. But but since yeah, Dave's there, yeah. he's like, we have to have a scene with them together. Yeah. So I'm I, I love this casting. Obviously, I think it's great, and I'm so happy they bring it tomorrow back and not just some random whoever. You know what I mean? It would be weird, especially since he's right there. Uh, you know, ready. Obviously, obviously willing to do it. So yeah, excited for that. Um, should be should be really interesting to see. Uh, it's kind of funny how I found out about it. <laughs> how did you find out? out? Like, I was talking with Claire. It's like we're just messaging about, like, other stuff. And then all of a sudden, she sends me the link. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, it was just, it was, like, so out of nowhere. And that's how Star Wars news always goes down. It's, like, that's so true. out of nowhere. And and then, Noah, you called me the night before because, obviously, you got into your accident. And you're like, dude, like, I know there's going to be some Star Wars news that's just going to come out <laughs> when I'm not feeling well. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm like, what? No, that's how it always happens. That's how it always happens. It's so it's the worst, uh, yeah. and and it's always happens. Like because like even when I was doing this show, like the first time I ever did, like the, my the first run of this show, the shows always come out Wednesday, and mm. I swear on Wednesday afternoon, <laughs> every time <laughs> there would be some news that would drop, and it would be the horrible timing. Like it, 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 it was, it was comedic how much it happened. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, uh, any other thoughts on tomorrow, Morrison? Or are we going to move on to the next Mandalorian casting thing? I think we just can't wait. Let's do it. I know we can't wait. Uh, and, and here's the thing: this show, this show is going to be basically from looking at the show notes right now. It's only Mandalorian season two news. It's been a crazy <laughs> week for that. Uh, and something that I and me and Corey. Uh, have been hearing for a while and that we kind of ran with was Sabine Wren will be in The Mandalorian season two. Uh, And we have, uh, I don't know who's playing her. There's been some, you know, people saying maybe it's Sasha Banks. We know she's going to be in the show. Uh, And who knows? But guys, what do y'all think? What what were your first thoughts about Sabine Wren? Because I know some people weren't a huge fan of that. Claire? Either one of you. Okay, as much as I love Rebels and I love all Filoni animation, um, I have to say um, this one is a little out of left field a bit for me um, because I am, I feel like a little bit hypocritical because I'm always the person who's like, I want to go somewhere and see a story that we have never seen before with characters we've never seen in a time period and in a location that we have not seen. Um, and this is starting to feel a little bit like a reunion if all of these are, you know, that are, you know, truly going to be in The Mandalorian Season 2. Right. There's also the part of me that just loves them all so much. And then I'm like, I'd be okay 
And, and just the idea of seeing these characters in live action, it just, it's something that kind of like melts my brain and has spinal fluid leaking out of my ears when I think <laughs> about it. I'm just like, this is not something I would ever have fathomed happening for, right. for Star Wars. And um, I mean, it makes sense because it, it makes sense in the way that I feel like the animation lately has been the most unifying part of Star Wars. I know a mm -hmm. lot of people kind of um, didn't, didn't vibe with Rebels quite as much, but certainly with the Clone Wars season seven, everybody's just been overwhelmingly positive. And I, I think it's a good idea. Run with what makes people happy mm. to an extent, but I, I still do want to see things branch out into different areas of Star Wars that we haven't seen before because I don't, know if we can keep telling these same stories with these same characters forever and have the longevity of star wars yeah that whole rant aside <laughs> it would be really cool to see her and yeah. her beautiful colorful crazy mandalorian armor and and to see her in this time period and to get a little peek at where this rebels animation spinoff series could be going yeah i agree I have gone. <laughs> yeah no i agree 100 percent. and the thing is is you know, a lot of people, from everything we've heard, uh, we, we talked about this in a video, you know, recently, me and Corey have, but, you know, everything we've heard, even though all these characters will show up, like Ahsoka and Sabine, from what we know, they're in like one episode. So I don't yeah. think they're going to be bogging down, you know, the storyline, uh, you know, too much, you know, so, you know, Din, Djar Din Djarin or the Mandalorian and Cara Dune, and Grief Carger, they will, and, and Baby Yoda, they'll all still have time to flourish in season two. Uh, that being said, Corey, what are your thoughts on Sabine Wren showing up in the Mandalorian yeah, season Yeah, I mean, two? I think, um, like, I totally get what people are saying, like, what, kind of what Claire just said, too, of how it's like all these characters are showing up in Mando all of a sudden. But the one thing that I keep thinking about is the fact that it kind of makes sense that, like, Sabine would be with Ahsoka if this is supposed to sort of working as like a tie-in to the sequel series right, for Rebels. Right. Um, Rex is also, kind, it kind of makes sense like the three of them would be together if they're going on this mission or if, they, if Din Djarin catches them in the middle of it or whatever's going on. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm down for it as long as it's done well and I have a feeling they'll be able to, yeah, to do it well. Um, I, I don't know about the people saying Sasha Banks will play Sabine because that, that seems like, I mean, Okay, I don't want to judge because she might be a fan, like fantastic actress, and I might be totally wrong. I don't know if she's been in like movies or anything before, so I don't know. Yeah. It, like I don't think so. Uh, nothing that okay. I know of. And WWE, WWF, or whatever it is now, mm -hmm. WWE is what it yeah. is. But, yeah. um, that's a very, very different form of acting. Oh, as, yeah. <laughs> because like as someone who did theater, there is, there is. Very small screen acting. There is much mm -hmm. larger play acting where you have to play to the back of the audience. And then there's the freaking wrestling acting where you have <laughs> to pay to the person who is way in the nosebleeds in yeah. the most giant stadium you could possibly mm -hmm. imagine. Right. And it's so over the top. And you can be very good at one of those and not do very well at yeah. the others. And right. I have found yeah. that out personally <laughs> the hard way. So... <laughs> Um, right. Yeah, it's just really interesting to to, to think about yeah. that particular point. Yeah, there's no subtlety in WWE no. acting. You know no, because I mean? you just imagine yeah. like Sabine being like WWE dialogue all the time. Like, What's going on, Ezra? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> no, exactly. And so that's, and I will agree with you, Corey. That was kind of my first thought. Uh, whenever people started throwing out the name Sasha Banks, yeah. uh, when I tweeted out the thing about Sabine and I, re- I you know, look, and here's the thing. I, 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 and we've learned this, me and Corey and I, and Claire, we've all talked about this with this new Mandalorian documentary coming out. Yeah. The, the way that John Favreau talks about how he finds talent for the Mandalorian um, is he's very particular. So look, I trust that if, if Sasha Banks, whatever she's doing, uh, he, I trust that John, you know, yeah. is, you know, knows that she can pull off whatever he wants her to pull off. So if she is mm-hmm. playing Sabine, I think John Favreau, you know, would, you know, I, I trust John Favreau to make the right call for whoever's going to play her, but also, you know, I've seen people say that once he is a card, a player, which would be interesting for sure. I don't really know. You know, I don't, I don't, Tia, she's definitely, she obviously has acted in, in, in actual movies as well. The internship actually, it's funny because that growing up, the internship with Vince Vaughn and mm-hmm. Owen Wilson was like one of my favorite comedies. I look back on that. It's a really, it's a bad movie, but I loved it growing up and she's in it. And I remember when she got cast in rebels, I was like, Oh my God, this girl from the internship. And she's, she's good. She's good in that. So yeah. uh, I think she could do a good job. But, um, you know, I don't really know exactly what they're looking for when it comes to Sabine in that show. And who knows what she looks like uh, in that period of time, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's been a while since we've seen her in Rebels. So who knows um, exactly what she looks like in the, in the timeline and what they're looking for. You know, only, only Favreau knows right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, one thing's for sure, those action sequences, just like we've seen with our sweet baby Cara Dune, would will be amazing oh, yeah. no matter what she does oh, i am yeah. so looking forward to watching her kick butt and take names yeah, oh exactly. it's gonna be excellent well you that's who, the thing oh go ahead no. No, go ahead Cor. go ahead Cor. no i was just gonna say with like gina like she's a great actress yeah. she's great like yeah. i i was very impressed with her um her deliveries and everything that, that mm-hmm. she brought to the table in mando yeah. so i have no doubt that whatever talent they bring in there's obviously a reason for it yeah and i you know i hope you see sabine red kick ass in the mandalorian season two and you know who else is going to kick ass in the mandalorian season two bo katan and Ah! we know that she's going to be in the show uh because who who was it the uh the slash film today they reported that katie sackoff is going to play bo katan in the mandalorian season two so let me ask you guys for about the third time today What are your thoughts on seeing Bo-Katan uh, in season two, Corey? Okay, listen. So as I said about Rex, like bringing Clone Wars characters into the live action fold, like my mind was already blown when they did that with Saw Gerrera and Force Whitaker like plays a Clone Wars character. How crazy is that? Yeah. yeah. And then now we're getting Katie Sackhoff as a live action Bo-Katan. I don't know how much more they want to ponder to me because they're really, I mean, (laughs) like they're doing their job. Um, I can't wait. I think, so my biggest question is, is this going to be a flashback or is this going to be present day? Because technically, so Katie Sackhoff is 40. Yeah. So like Bo would have to have been 20 years old in Clone Wars to be around her fifties in Mando. So Mm. I think that's, maybe I'm, I'm pretty sure that's, I don't know. Yeah, so I, th- I think I did the math. I tried my best. I honestly think in Mandalorian time, if my math yeah. holds up, she might even be in her 60s. And, yeah. And, 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 and uh, you know, my personal theory on that, and I don't mean to cut y'all, either of you off, no. but the thing is, maybe, and we've 
maybe it is a flashback scene and maybe yeah. we see because we know she had the dark saber and we know right. gideon had the dark saber maybe there's a flashback scene where we see them you know meeting up and and we see how gideon gets the dark saber yeah that, exactly. that's that's i i feel like that's the most logical theory you know out there because it would it'd be cool to see Bo at you know at age 60 still kicking ass in the mandalorian but they wouldn't get katie to do that because obviously katie not yeah. 60 years mm-hmm. old claire yeah. what are your thoughts on bo katan and mando i'm so excited <laughs> <laughs> um you know what i thought of any of the animated characters from rebels or clone wars um Bo-Katan was the one that kept popping into my mind as I watched season one of The Mandalorian. There were like 8,000 different points where I'm like, what's Bo-Katan up to? What's she doing? Where's my girl? Is she okay? Um, You know, every time we've dived into, you know, and and they've given us tiny little morsels of what the Mandalorian culture has become, starting from this great, successful, thriving civilization, although war-torn civilization from Clone Wars, to this group of renegades in hiding on the run adopting lost children and training them in their ways or bringing them back to their people it's very um how did we get here that's what i kept asking myself is how in the world did we get to this point um even past what we saw in rebels um it seems like the mandos were on the rise almost it was hopeful ending for them um but that's the one thing i kept asking is what happened to Bo? What happened to Bo? What happened to Bo? And then when we saw that dark saber light up in the finale in Moff Gideon's hands, I nearly like threw up. I'm like, why did you take that from our queen? Why? Um, <laughs> so that, that is the person that has come to my mind repeatedly throughout watching season one. And it makes so much sense that she will be joining us. And you know, they can age her up if they want to, or it can be a flashback. I don't, I don't, you know what, whatever they do, you know, I have faith in Favreau and Filoni, mm-hmm. in Filoni and Favreau, I trust. And um, <laughs> just the fact that she's showing up, I'm really excited to get a little more light shed on the culture of the Mandos and to see my sweet baby Bo. I'm so excited. I agree. When I saw, you know, you'll probably saw this too, but I saw this tweet earlier i don't remember who sorry whoever tweeted it i don't remember i'm very sorry but it was like it was saying that uh, (laughs) it said when when din sees sabine and bo take their helmets off he's gonna oh yeah (laughs) he's gonna have a panic attack he's gonna be like what the fuck are you guys doing (laughs) so funny and even though it seems like we might not see bo and din have like you know we probably won't see them meet but god i i because that's what i was thinking too while when i was watching clone wars I was like, all these Mandalorians mm-hmm. take their helmets their off. Helmets like, off and, what? At yeah. what point was it where like they started telling the people like, no taking it off? They probably were like in the Clone Wars. That was probably already a rule, and everybody was just breaking the rule. And they were like, look, guys, okay, the Clone I, Wars are over. Don't take that shit off anymore. I think they must have stopped that after they had Mandos as handsome as Gar Saxon. At that point, <laughs> you just like, just cover it up. We've already peaked. It can't get any better than this. Yeah. So just keep it on <laughs> out of respect for our fallen Saxon. That's Could true. Could it be true. that maybe like they're just playing the worst impractical joke on Din Djarin, like throughout his whole life? Oh, no! Where like, like right when he leaves the covert, like I was just like, oh, okay, we're good. <laughs> but, like his whole life, he thinks that. And then finally, 
And Mando, like, Sabine's just like, what are you talking about? That's not a thing. No, it's not a thing. <laughs> he's like, he's so confused. Oh, God, now I, I need that. I need that scene now. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, oh headcanon. Thank I you very it. much for that. <laughs> and I want to talk about something, too, because I just thought about this when we talked up, we brought up Saxon. You know, Pedro Pascal, I think, oh. you know, good-looking guy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Very attractive, man. But the thing is, you know, he got a lot of – I saw a lot of people – talking shit about him because a lot of people were like when they when he took his helmet off not talking shit about him as a person but the thing is when he took his helmet off in mando season one i saw a bunch of people like oh i thought he was gonna be hot and i'm like right that was my reaction too y'all have eyes yeah (laughs) i know exactly my god and they're like and they're you know they're they're you know thinking about adam driver who in in force awakens or throughout the entire sequel trilogy when he takes his helmet off long hair perfect hair you know what i mean but you gotta think you know ben just was just got the shit kicked out of him yeah and and, and like in his hair they're like his hair was all messed up and i assure you guys anybody who thinks oh he's not hot pedro is a fantastic looking human he's a he's the ideal male specimen Uh, don't (laughs) don't ever think any less okay i just had to get that off my chest (laughs) well also like you know yeah, like you said, he wasn't. He was supposed to be all messed up looking in that scene. He's like bleeding. Right. Yeah, he's. Like I mean, he's dying. Oh, sorry, his hair didn't look great. He just was saving the galaxy from you know, or, or or saving whatever planet that was. I forgot. But not right. all of us have like the genetics of Princess Leia and Han Solo, two people with immaculate hair. Exactly. We cannot all be born like as offspring of those majestic people. You know, exactly. sometimes we put on a hat and our hair gets messed up. And look, that's what, look, yeah. when was the last time he took a shower? You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Like, a lot really? of showers, and he can't take the damn helmet off if anybody's around. So it, it could have been a very long time. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. That's uh, it's funny. I totally vibe with uh, with him with his messy hair when he takes the helmet off. I'm like, I keep my beanie on, dude. Like, I, yeah. I, 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 I feel Dinjar, and I get him. No, for sure. That's that's why I don't want, dude. No, that's what it is. That's why he's not taking the helmet off. He's like, I, my hair always looks shitty after I take the helmet exactly. off. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's move on katie sackoff we're all excited we're all excited to see tomorrow morrison sabine wren yeah. and whoever plays sabine and also excited to see katie sackoff in mando season two but we also have more good news and this isn't doesn't have anything to do with casting this has nothing to do with any of that stuff the mandalorian season two will not be delayed due 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 to coronavirus which is yes. su- surprising because they did shut down for a little while uh which we knew but the thing is you know and i and i was thinking that it would definitely get delayed but you know it just it's, it's a testament to um you know the the amazing you know new, new technology that they've developed because i think it takes time off their production uh, or the you know their post-production mm-hmm. so they can get it out and Corey, you actually have a theory you think it's going to come out in august yeah so my theory is this so you know disney plus had their schedule totally set this year and they were supposed to drop um Falcon and the Winter Soldier in August. And they can't do that now because they, they still had three weeks worth of filming to do. And the story is not anywhere near complete. So like VFX, I don't think any of that's being worked on. Yeah. So I think if, they, I mean, if they're currently working on Mando and that's all like the staff is working on, that's working on that show, like I can just imagine that they're working like overtime with it, trying to get it done. Yeah. So I can, I can see Disney possibly, if it's ready by then, maybe like at the end of August start to release those episodes because they're going to need something. And yeah. like we were talking before the show, 
um, they lost a billion dollars at Disney World just this last month. And like they might have a shit ton of money, but losing a billion dollars, that's got to hurt. So yeah. uh, they're going to try, I think they're going to try to recoup that as much as possible. Like, I know they keep throwing out there that like Mulan's going to, you know, be in theaters in July. That's not, none of that's happening. Like yeah. it's, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And I think earlier today they announced that um, Hamilton is going to be on Disney Plus in July. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's crazy because that was supposed to be out in theaters in October 2021. So, they're really? d- yeah, they're taking liberties. Wow. Yeah, way early. So, wow. yes, I think August. Claire, do you, could you see them moving up, or do you think they'll stay put with that October release date? You know, I, I could definitely see them moving up just because, um, I mean, you mentioned Hamilton, but there's been so yeah. many other things that have been released early. And yeah. If if this was pre um, Disney Gallery, the Mandalorian series, I would have said no way. And the only reason that I think that it could be doable is because, you know, I don't I don't know always how the special effects are done until I watch all the behind the scenes things. And we have been blessed with that opening scene of Pedro in the cockpit with the stars behind him and laser mm-hmm. fire and so much of it that you thought, oh yeah, that's definitely done with CG later in post. So much of it was real and happened. And um, that cuts down on so much of the time mm. that, it, that it requires for you to do all the special effects in post. And, and just because of how practical it truly, truly was, um, obviously there's, a, there's still a lot of effects work to be done, but not nearly as much as I had figured when I was watching the show yeah. and um, which, which gives me hope that yeah. it could be done in a lot quicker time. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, the technology itself is, is insane. Like you said, we see it in that documentary and it's just like, you know, Star Wars has always been innovative. So I'm just so happy that they're kind of continuing doing that, that, that pioneer spirit where they're like, we're going to, we're going to make this, easier and it seems like it definitely has made things easier you know the fact that they can that they can shut down production this late in the game you know in probably in march when they shut down you know happened then they can still hit an october or maybe even august release date um is, is just remarkable like none of the films like like can you if if, if the force awakens or rogue one or any of the new disney star wars films had to shut down production for even a month there would no doubt Not be a, a delay, you know? Yeah. So it's just crazy to see, you know, what they've done with the Mandalorian and, and, and it's, you know, and, and, and the stuff they can do even in the show now is just crazy. The locations they can go to because their budget, they obviously, they don't have the budget of the force awakens that got like $300 million. There's no way they have that. So, you know, if they want to go to these locations, like if they, like when they went to Tatooine, they're, they're not going to be able to go take the production to Tunisia or Jordan or wherever they want to shoot Tatooine scenes at, but they can have it there in LA or wherever they shoot it in some studio. And it looks just as real. Amazing. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. It is. Uh, but yeah, so thank you. Thank goodness we're going to get it in October at the latest. And I would be totally down for them to push it up to August anytime. I mean, as soon as possible, my eyes, Need to consume <laughs> Ahsoka live action, Rex oh, live dude. action, yes, uh, oh Bo live action. <laughs> Sabine I can't believe action. we can say that. That's so crazy that we can actually say that as a reality. Yeah, that's Ez- Ezra live action, 
Zeb live action. Right. The, yeah, Ron Callus. live action. Callus. <laughs> give us hot Callus. Give oh the people God. what they want. Dude, that would be really imagine? yeah. Could you imagine that? Like Cal, like Callus is actually one of my favorite like OT era characters, just because I, I love how oh, he goes from just yes, arc is so good. I'd love to see more of him. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And also, David Yellowo did such a good job as Callus, oh. and, and they'd have yeah. to do a great job casting Callus for live action because David Yellowo did did such a great job. But uh, all right, we'll move on to the the, the last topic today, and this one. You know, who knows about this one? This one is probably, you know, the, the Tamara Morrison, Sabine Wren, Katie Sackhoff things, the, those reports, you can bet on those happening. Yeah. Latina Review, who Latina Review, I haven't heard anything that they've done in a while that's come to fruition back in like 2013, 2014. They were pretty active on the Star Wars front with Force Awakens stuff, uh, you know, yeah. and, and even Rogue One, stuff like that. But they it seems like they've been quiet for a while. I haven't heard of them come up recently until the other day they reported that apparently Hayden Christensen is in talks to appear in the Kenobi series um which look here's here's the deal I'll start off by saying I would adore seeing Hayden in live action again I think he deserves it I think the fan uh you know reception is much different than it was in 2000 two in 2005 for mm-hmm. him you know obviously celebration he had such a great reception everybody cheered everyone loved his his photo op line was insane it was all around you know all all around the, that area you know the yeah. lines were long always always filled up um and so i think that he would do it at this point in time too but where what, what it comes down to is how you know what 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 does the story uh entail for him to come back because right now he's Darth Vader in this in this timeline, you know what I mean? So, Corey, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I just an idea popped up. What if like, what if Obi Wan has dreams, or like these, you know, like these, mm. almost like Anakin's ghost is haunting him? No, obviously Anakin's not dead. But you guys know what I mean? Like Anakin right. is haunting his dreams and haunting everything he does because he feels like he failed him in some way. Yeah. Um, I think it could be cool if Obi Wan goes through. Um, PTSD moments where like he thinks back upon the Clone Wars and Revenge of the Sith because I mean honestly that's kind of how they have to portray him right now he can't be like this happy cheerful guy he has to be in a very depressive state I mean he just lost his brother so and and he blames himself so Mm -hmm. they definitely need to I think seeing Hayden through flashbacks and through dreams and nightmares is, is the perfect way to do that um, but also, you know, I, I, I really hope they do bring him in. I really do. Cause I was really disappointed that he wasn't in any of the sequel trilogy films. So I really, oh, hope I know they, Corey, I know. I know yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, but I mean, it's, it's like, he deserves to be in star Wars again. I think, you know, they've brought mm-hmm. back like everyone. So yeah, apparently like, looking at the, first everyone's part of coming show. back. Exactly. So I think it's time for Hayden to get some love. And guys, could you imagine a flashback to the Clone Wars of Anakin, Ahsoka, and Rex and Obi-Wan in live action? Ah. <laughs> like, oh. I'm on board. I am on board. 100%. I am too. Claire, uh, what do you th- first off, Claire, let me ask, do you buy this rumor? Like, do you believe it? And also, like, how could you see Hayden coming back to, to, to Star Wars? I, I would like 
to believe it. Um, I don't really know the the most logical way to put him back in other than if it's flashbacky moments because as we said he's he's Vader now um I will say that seeing Hayden in person in 2017 I didn't get any photos I didn't bring sand for him to sign or anything like that but (laughs) but seeing him on every appearance at celebration 2017 like he was getting so much love from everybody but at that point he still had this anxious reserved nature yeah. about him mm-hmm. he looked like he thought somebody was about to throw a tomato at him when he wasn't oh, looking no. yeah. that is honestly the vibe i got he was like excited but he was very apprehensive yeah. about mm-hmm. it and i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think that I, I i don't know if those wounds have healed in this time um because he went through hell mm-hmm. like fandom put him through a lot and you know to to step back into that role and open yourself up to that level of scrutiny and and pain even though you know enough time has passed from the prequels i just i think i just don't ever this is really sad i don't i I don't think i can see him coming back to star wars just because of what he's been through and um i hope i'm wrong because i if hayden is in any any Star Wars content, if he shows up to play Anakin Skywalker again, I will literally fall out of my chair and start crying. <laughs> um, and, and I want I want that for him. I want him to feel to actively feel the love that this fandom has for him. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I just don't know how they how they would do it other than other than flashbacks, which I'm cool. But also, he does not look the same, obviously, mm-hmm. as he did in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. But as we also know from so many movies that have come out, de-aging is totally a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's not as complicated as it used to be. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I, hope, I hope he gets his chance to be Anakin Skywalker once again for his own healing and yeah. for my own selfish need to see Anakin Skywalker because it would, yeah. I would die. It'd be amazing. I remember um, an interview that came out. I think it was like when Force Awakens was coming out and someone asked him if he would be interested. It's a really good interview, interested in him coming back to Star Wars. And he was like, absolutely. He was like, oh, if they call me, I will be there. So I have a feeling that it's, it's I think that that actually does have something to do with the two, like you were just mentioning. Cause you know, it still has to be deep down still within the, the emotions of the prequels and everything. So. But I have a feeling he'd be down to do it. And also, like, I also thought about, this is probably not fitting at all, and there's no way this would happen. Just, just well, who knows? I'd love a Force Ghost Anakin post-Return of the Jedi talking to Ahsoka. Uh, like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. I, I mean, uh, whether it be Hayden or Matt, like, I'm down for that concept in some way. Oh, man. That's a lot. That's a lot you just threw on us there, <laughs> That'd be cool if that even possibly showed up in Mandalorian. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe, maybe you have a scene with Ahsoka kind of meditating and, and Anakin comes. To talk mm. that, God. Yeah, and here's, here's the thing. Here, here's what I'll say. Uh, I think we all agree that if Hayden comes back to Star Wars, we're on board. I would love to see it. I think he, I, and I think he wants to. I think it's something he'd be interested mm-hmm. in. You know, Corey knows, but uh, you know, when, I, when we met him at Celebration, when we were leaving the photo op, I looked, turned back to him and I said, can't wait to see you in episode nine, man. And he just, he, he looked at me and winked. 
And so that was me going, like, when he winked at me, I was like, oh, oh, he's in it. Like, that's confirmation he's in the movie. I should have said, can't wait to hear you in episode nine, man. <laughs> but because but, that would have been more. But, but still, I'm happy that he was there in some way. And, and here's the yeah. thing. Uh, the, the scene with Ahsoka would be amazing. Um, but the thing, if he does show up in Kenobi, like the report says, you know, I don't know how they do it. I think a yeah. flashback, a dream kind of sequence would be something that they could do. You know, if we saw Ewan and Hayden. Oh, my God live action flashback to like the clone wars with rosario uh, or, or, or someone as ahsoka maybe they want to have a younger looking ahsoka that would be amazing that'd be so i mean i mean i'm on board for that 100 and also deborah chow whatever she wants to do another thing we keep bringing up this mando doc but the documentary deborah chow knows what the hell she's doing yep. and i'm so happy that she's doing kenobi so if, if if whatever story they're trying to tell involves hating coming back and, they, and I, I trust 100% that they're going to do, do it right. Excuse me. So, you know, I hope, I hope it happens. I hope it happens. But, you know, we'll see. Time will only tell. And I hope we get a scene with Ahsoka uh, as Rosario as Ahsoka and Hayden as Anakin. Um, Man. And, and, and one, there's another thing I actually want to bring up. This isn't in the show notes. <sighs> there's a website called wegotthiscovered.com. Um, there is. And that, that website right there, I just want to bring this up just to shoot down the, their bullshit that they spew. Uh, oh. They reported today that Natalie Portman is returning to Star Wars. Uh, I can assure everyone here uh, that that is not happening. Uh, Natalie is not coming back to Star Wars. Uh, that won't happen. So I'm sorry if you had your hopes up. That's, uh, they didn't say, but they're like, oh, she's going to come back. And I'm like, no, she's not. I don't even know what she would do. I mean, maybe, look, okay, here's the thing. Maybe somehow they have, maybe they're not bullshitting and they heard that she's going to be in Kenobi and these flashback scenes are legit and we get some weird flashback with Hayden and, 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 and Natalie and Ewan and whoever from the Clone Wars. But, but I promise that that's not going to happen. But honestly, but if, you know, I wouldn't. I would be. I wouldn't be opposed to that. Obviously, mm-hmm. I think that'd be great. But all right. I would say that paycheck has to be pretty big to get Natalie yeah. to come back to Star Wars. That's yeah. got to be one big check. And you know what? To yeah. be fair, Disney can sign it, but mm. would they want to? Oh yeah. I'll be honest. Like getting Harrison Ford back was something I never thought would happen. Right. But there was also like. He only really did it because Mark and Carrie were doing it too. Yeah. Um, Natalie, I feel like, see, her returning to do Thor shocked the hell out of me. So, like, I would not be surprised if we see her in Star Wars one day just because, like, she, I, I think she talked crap about Thor for, like, a long time. She did. And, yeah, she did. Yeah, and then she was like, I'm back. And it's the same thing with Star Wars. So, yeah. um, I if if it works for the story, I think – that would be great. Um, and I'm, I'm not opposed to seeing Clone Wars flashbacks with okay. Natalie Portman as Pat. Well, oh, my God. Like, I'm ready. Well, here's, here's <laughs> what I'm her. saying. And I don't mean to say that she'll never come back. That's not what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, no, I'm I know, yeah. But I'm saying that based on this report from We Got Discovered, they are the least trustworthy site on the Internet. Like, whatever mm. they report, you can immediately throw into the junk, uh, you know. But, yeah <laughs> but but you know but I'm, I'm with you i think it'd be cool and, and her coming back to do love and thunder thor love and thunder 
where she's actually playing Thor now. Like she's going to be Thor, the new Thor uh, in that movie. I think I, that, that did surprise me as well. Um, so maybe, maybe she's like, I did my Oscar movies that I needed to do. And now it's time for me to go back to my roots. You know, that'd be really cool. But it's just, I don't see it happening any time soon. Uh, and all right, guys, well, any other thoughts about anything we talked about today? Anything you forgot to mention? Well, honestly, I'm just uh, really excited to see what the next few, very interested to see what the next few weeks of Star Wars is going to look like because we're kind of on that down period again. Because <laughs> Star well, Wars is over. So we have, <laughs> there's like nothing. Um, so I hope that, oh, wait, no, there's a Mandalorian documentary. No, hope's not lost yet. Um, there's Mandalorian <laughs> doc, and here's the thing like, uh, I wanted to ask you all this too. I forgot to ask. What do you think we'll get a Mandalorian trailer? Oh, I think when the documentary ends, they'll do one for the last episode. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I, that's that was yeah. my thought. We're gonna end this last episode off with oh, and coming up next season. Exactly. Right. Yeah, at the end of the two. whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yep. think? What do you think the chances of us seeing Rex and Ahsoka in the trailer or Bo even? <laughs> if I mean, can you imagine the freak out the internet would have if 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 any of them showed up in the trailer? I'm like getting goosebumps just thinking <laughs> about that being an actual possibility of something yeah, that would happen in my life before. Crazy. Oh my god! Oh, I um, don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's tough to say because like I could totally, I could see Ahsoka. I could see Ahsoka because that's yeah. been such a big thing. Yeah. I don't know about Rex, and I don't know about Bo. Yeah. I don't know, Noah. Like I, I like now <laughs> thinking of this. Who knows what we're gonna get? Um, <laughs> Well, the thing yeah. is, is, is the thing is, I'm with you on that. I think that Ahsoka showing up in the trailer yeah. uh, would be, for multiple reasons, smart for them. Ooh. One, because here's the deal. Everybody and their mother knows that Ahsoka's in this show. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. it's like the worst kept secret. You know what I mean? And, yeah. then, and two, for people who don't know, uh, and they are uh, fans of the Clone Wars. If they're somehow, you know, out of the loop, there's a lot of, you know, we're yeah. we're in the minority of Star Wars fans that would keep up with it all the time. Right. If there's Clone Wars fans and they're like, oh, the Mandalorian season two trailer, that's cool, I'll watch it. And they're watching it, and Ahsoka pops up. Oh my gosh! Like you know, so, you know what I mean. So that would get the hype levels. You know, even though they're already high, I think for most people, because season one was pretty much over. You know, overall, like a, a critical success. I think, and among fans, I think most people agree that that show is badass. But uh, I think that would uh, having Ahsoka in the trailer would just just make it go crazy. Uh, the the hype levels, but so I yeah. think they would do that. But I don't know if they'd have, you know, Bo. I don't think because I think we all agree that Bo will be get a flashback. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But. Rex, maybe, maybe Rex. There's maybe there'll be a shot of Rex and Ahsoka. Just oh. like meeting <laughs> this whole oh. show. I'm just trying to get you. You're like the hype man. make it. I know. Noah's the hype man now. No, I. But I do think that is a uh, the thought of them. You know, dropping the trailer at the end of the series. How many episodes is the documentary? You don't know. Eight. Eight. So yeah. okay. So it, so it would end in six weeks. Six, yeah. About like, six. Would it be like midway through June at that point? Which seems or like perfect time. 
Yeah. It could be the perfect time for an August release, Corey. Oh, right. Oh, yes. oh okay. Actually, oh, hold on. If they don't, if, if if it comes, if they move it to August and they don't have a trailer till June, that's an issue. And I have <laughs> beef with Star Wars marketing department. I've gone into it many a times. Well, but August is also like not supposed to be the the you know the official date. So if they if they moved it, I could understand why like the delay in a trailer because it's not supposed. To, it wasn't supposed to be till October. Poodoo, but, dude. Poo-doo. <laughs> if they're gonna have it in August, they're gonna they they, they better drop that shit soon. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. But if it but if it's October, I see June. Dude, if it's in August, they drop. They should have dropped it yesterday. You know what I mean? But the <laughs> thing is, if it's if it's in October, I see June as a likely likely date. And mm. all right, guys, if y'all don't have anything else to add. Uh, I think we're going to start wrapping up today's show. It's been a Mandalorian season two, heavy, heavy show. Uh, and uh, we wrapped it up with Hayden coming back. Hopefully Hayden comes back. I would love to see that, but yeah. uh, all right. Well, Claire, thanks so much for being here. And I, you'll please come back. We'll have you on whatever you want to come on. Where can they follow you on Twitter, Instagram? Where can they find your podcast? All that good stuff. Well, uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at cstribs, C-S-T-R-I-B-S. And then you can follow the Imperial Senate podcast on Twitter at Imp Senate Pod. But we're on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud. We're, we're I mean, you'll find us. We're somewhere. <laughs> we're everywhere. <laughs> Definitely check it out. I know Corey was on recently on their main show. Mm-hmm. And then I was, I, was, I was recently on their live show because I'm not good enough for the main show. Oh, I have to go God. on the live show. <laughs> no, it's because you broke your face and we wanted everyone to see it first with us. That is true. That is true. Uh, all right. <laughs> but seriously, go to that fantastic podcast. Go check it out. Corey, where can they follow you on social media? Yeah, uh, you can follow me at Corey underscore Wolfpack. Um, we're also on Twitter at KR Transmissions. Um, we're currently in the process, me and Noah are currently in the process of um, getting some new contributors on the channel here and just figuring things out for the future. We have a lot of cool ideas. Um, mm-hmm. I just ended the podcast I did for like seven years last week for sort of transmissions. Um, but you know, we're also talking about maybe doing something else. So um, it's not over quite yet. Uh, we have an idea, which I'm excited about and uh, you know, just doing as much content as we can for you guys. Um, it's, it was a blast to cover Clone Wars and um, we're just going to continue doing what we do and uh, hopefully you guys like the content. Yeah. And pretty soon, uh, you know, I would subscribe to this channel uh, right now because pretty soon Mandalorian, it's going to be Mandalorian season two season. And uh, there's going to be a ton of coverage over here uh, on on Kessel Run Transmissions. So if you want to keep up with all that stuff, make sure you uh, subscribe, turn on that little notification bell. uh, I feel like such a YouTuber. Uh, And then also (laughs) you can follow me on Twitter at Outlaw Noah and on Instagram at the Outlaw Noah. And uh, if you enjoyed the episode, this video, leave a like uh, and like I said, subscribe. Helps us out. Let's know that y'all like what we're doing. Make sure you comment down below on your opinions on any of the topics we talked about today. Love hearing from you guys. And uh, thank y'all so much for watching. And we'll see you later. You know what? I should mention something real quick. Oh, oh before, before we end up. Sorry. Real right quick. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you can actually catch uh, Claire Noah and I doing a like audio drama. Oh, yes. Of- of uh, of a script i worked on like two and a half years ago called the union um it's it's <laughs> thank you thank you uh it's on my personal channel uh you can just go to kessel and i'll leave the link the- i'll leave the link in the yeah. description you'll yes. find it there it's uh, it was a lot of fun to do i'm writing the second part of it like i've been doing that the past couple of days and it's funny because i never like 
I don't know. I never had anybody in mind voice-wise, like as I was writing characters. So now, like when I'm writing for Noah's character, I'm like thinking of Noah, or when I'm writing for Claire's character, I'm thinking of Claire. It's like it's so like I'm like trying to test their acting limits now. I'm like, what can what can I have them do? That's Bring it on, be- Corey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Corey, yes. I promise, whatever you give me, it's gonna be Oscar worthy. I appreciate. It. <laughs> I, I, you'll appreciate everything I do. Okay. Oh, great. great. <laughs> oh, okay. Looking, looking forward to it. <laughs> All right, guys, make sure you go check that out. Seriously, it's really fun. Uh, but now, now we got that out of the way. Uh, thank y'all so much for watching, and we'll see you later.